Yo, bring it back. Here's what you've missed on the bright side. Joined in the studio by a very special guest by the name of Alexis Yo. He is an urban farmer and the director of Carbon Inc. Private Limited. This is a local company that teaches agriculture-based experiential learning programs at schools and corporate firms. And uh, yeah, he also strives to, you know, help fellow overnights reconnect with nature and one another because Alexis, you believe it's never too late or frivolous to strive for food quality, purity and self-sufficiency, which is the way forward, right? So good morning, Alex. Welcome. Good Good morning. Good to be here. I just shortened your name, so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis, yo. It's such a mouthful. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, thank you so much for coming to share your knowledge about urban farming with us. We've all heard of this term, but what exactly does urban farming entail? It's very simple. Just look at the characters, right? So it's urban. So you're farming in the urban city. That's all. So mm. if you're going food and you're eating your stuff, you're technically, I think you deserve to be called an urban farmer. Ah. Let's not think too much about it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, so I guess, the, are we considered urban farmers are yet? Are you growing not really. food? Um, <laughs> I grow mold. If you eat, yeah. Yeah, if you eat the Fungus. leaves, then Mushrooms. maybe. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I, grow, count? I grow mold, it's usually in my fridge, and it's never <laughs> intentional, okay, never. <laughs> Have you actually observed there's a growing interest in uh, urban farming and foraging? Yeah. I mean, when I first started, it was in 2014. Wow. I think 2014, 2015. 15, maybe during that time. Yeah. And we were so small. Like, you know, the pie was so big. We had so many things to do and there were so many few, and there was only so few of us, right? Sure, sure. So, but now there are so many different people in the scene. Like, uh, you know, and it's it's become more diverse. Right? That's great. So, so uh, you know, you get people looking at soil, you know, specializing in soil. And then you have some specializing in turning things into compost. So, you know, you're, Many people are part of the urban farming scene, mm. but not everyone's exactly growing vegetables ah, per okay. se. Okay. Yeah, but there are so, there's a need for all kinds of players within the scene. But I feel like more and more people are jumping on board of it. You know, there's an interest in food security as well. Yeah. You know, I always think to myself, it's a zombie apocalypse. If I have my own garden, I'll be okay. Mm. I just close my front <laughs> gate. And then I just eat my own food. Yes. Canned food with my own fresh vegetables. You need vegetables. to prevent the zombies from coming in first. Uh, I, you know what? I took a look at my, my house gates and I was like, mm, is it high enough? Is my boundary <laughs> walls high enough? Yeah, yeah. So you recently published a book called 101 Edible Plants in yeah. Singapore. Wow. I can't believe that there are that many actually in Singapore. I can think of none. Uh, can, uh. You, can you highlight what are some of the common edible plants that we perhaps take for granted here? Go back, I like to say go back to what our grandparents used to eat. Sweet right? kangkong, sweet potato. Yeah, sweet kangkong, potato leaf. sweet potatoes. You know, start with those first. The morning glory. Morning, I don't know. Well, kangkong is the same ah, family as the morning okay, glory. Okay. Yeah, But don't eat morning glory, by the way. Like, if it's poisonous. See, we don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. What? I, didn't. I have a neighbor who plucks the flowers every morning. She says uh, the, the grandma boils it. The flower from okay. the morning glory. They boil it and they drink it. Well, I wouldn't ah. be surprised though because like plants from the same family say, mm. uh, you know, they share similar characteristics. Like cooling, cooling yeah. properties. Ah. So sweet potato and uh, and kangkong are from the morning glory family. Interesting. So you might be right. Yeah, okay. it might be edible. Or maybe just drink the water, don't eat the flower. Hey, you got 99 more to go. You got 99 <laughs> more. One have... edible plants, right? That's your book. Yeah, <laughs> we have a database of 400 <laughs> over plants. Wow. Like local edible plants. So the book is really kind of just the start mm. and just the tip of the iceberg. Okay. I'm yeah. going to go with sweet pea flower. 
sweet pea flower sounds yeah, good. Yeah, using for like coloring, you know, the you blue. You mean the blue butterfly pea? Ah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, blue butterfly. <laughs> like, blue, sorry, wrong is one. Sweet pea flower is still edible too, so I got a bit confused. Ah, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and is the blue butterfly pea native yes. to Singapore? It is, I think... You can find it here? It's very common. No. What? Yeah, blue I have a whole bush Have you been buying it? House. You no, should get it from your neighbours. Yeah, no. no, I do buy it for tea and stuff. Because yeah. I first discovered it in Thailand. No so need, I've always no associated need. it with Thailand, not no Singapore. No. Oh, well... No, because it's big with Pranakan uh, communities. We ah. use it to colour rice. Yeah. 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 Like for our kuih salad and all that. You should try it with ice kacang. Oh, gosh. Really? I, I saw something very interesting. Like they make blue colour ice and then they shave the ice. Ah. Then they add lime juice on it, and, and that then will it change changes it color. That changes so it becomes it to this like yeah. unicorn rainbow kind oh, of pretty. color. It's very pretty. That's a good idea. And wow! You need to be creative. We are chatting with Alexis Yo. He's an <laughs> urban farmer, director of Carbon Inc. Private Limited. If you have any questions about edible plants here in Singapore, what are some of the things that are easy to grow? You know, any questions on how to survive uh, planting, the whole process uh-huh. of gardening, <laughs> even send us your questions. Okay, eight eight five five zero nine one three on WhatsApp, or you could even chime in on Facebook at facebook.com slash 1FM91.3. That's right, and it could win you uh, this amazing bundle from Kafune. This is uh, worth $105, and uh, it's two great leather products under their belt. You've got the uh, cocoa pouch as well as the leather journal. Really beautiful stuff. High personalization as well. Jump on board for that. Okay, back with more of Alexis in just a bit. So tell us more about the book. You have a book out, so this 101? Is a v- it's a very simple book. It sounds very daunting, 101, but actually it's not that many. No, 101 okay. edible <laughs> plants. I love the illustrations on the front. So yeah, when you open the book, it, very little words, people. There are more pictures. Very words. Uh, there's yeah. something called the chocolate mint. There's also something basil, a Chinese basil or a Chinese uh, button coat something, something. They, <laughs> I mean, I'm learning all these plants, about all these plants that grow here in Singapore. It's a very fascinating book. I hope you brought one for us, Alexis. But where can we uh, get our hands? How can we get our hands on this yeah. book? Well, you can go to the uh, to our website mm-hmm. so carboninc.com spelled C-A-R-B-O-N I-N-Q okay I-N-Q.com mm. so carboninc.com there will be a pop-up if uh, to ask whether you're interested to, to make an order for the book you can get it from us directly because this book is self-published mm. um, so or you can go Kinokuniya okay great yeah, so Kinokuniya has been very kind they have put it on their shelves I hope it's a bestseller on the bestseller shelf it Ooh. should be I feel it's moving fast though yeah. we have to reprint the next round already yeah so, okay. so it's a great sign right so I'm loving that you have actually created an awareness about you know the different kinds of edible plants here in Singapore do you think there is a need now more than ever for Singaporeans to be aware of these plants Knowledge comes with power. Wait, mm. did I get uh, that right? No, yeah, knowledge. Power, 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 <laughs> knowledge. Knowledge. knowledge comes with yeah. knowledge. Yeah, so uh, we, uh, there is the 30 30 target, right? Mm. So all Singaporeans were all encouraged to kind of see whether we can produce our own mm. food. So I think one step to getting there is to get to know what kind of plants grow easily within our, you know, our environment and our, uh, our climate. So, yeah, so we, we should be learning more about food that grow naturally and easily mm-hmm. in Singapore. And then hopefully we can eat it. Okay, please tell me, what is something that is really easy to grow? Because I was telling Lavinia earlier that I killed my money plant. Okay, wow. so for people like me, without green fingers, brown fingers, I kill, I kill plants. Or oh, rather, no. they, they, they do not thrive in uh, the environment that they are in, <laughs> called my balcony. Uh, what is something that's really foolproof? Um... 
I would encourage people to maybe try to Google or check out what kind of weeds are edible. Mm. Okay, so if you're more creative, right, and you're more willing to, you know, hit off the the unbeaten track, Mm. then try to check out which weeds are edible or go for a foraging workshop, right, a local foraging tour. And then I'm very, very sure that if you go back home and you take a look at some of your pots or your, you know, some of your green spaces, you'll be able to find some of those weeds. Mm. Uh, and yeah, weeds are just so persistent, right? That's a yeah. really good point. They yeah. would make it easy to grow and they'll just grow in abundance as well. Exactly. I don't you know, don't have to care for them. Actually. Sometimes when you want something, then it doesn't happen. You know, you, you don't want weeds <laughs> at first, right? Then they, you know? Yeah. And then when you're like, now I want, I can eat you. So grow away. And then one, if only, one measly one plant. If only avocados were weeds, you know? If only. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a question here from uh, Gromit who says, question for the veggie man. Ooh, that's, wow. that's your new name. Veggie, that sounds good. Which vegetable, fruit or edible plant can take lots of sun and require the least maintenance? So basically... <laughs> Which one can you not kill? Lots of sun. Yeah. And requires the least maintenance. Yeah. Try money, money Thai. Money Thai. Or, thai. Um, thai. Well, thai. Right. The Chinese name is Money Thai. Okay. Uh, if not, uh, the, the Malays call it Sayo Manis. Sayo Manis. Have you heard Manis. about it? Well, no. If I see it, maybe I can If you go to it, the wet yeah. market or if you go to Malaysia, you will still find it. It mm. used to be the vegetable in all the ban mian oh, in Singapore. Okay. And then after mm. that, somehow it got replaced with this... Like Chai Chai Thai Sin, Thai, yeah, uh, Thai yeah, Sim and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah so okay. go back to what our grandparents used to eat. So money Thai is something that grows really easily, um, uh. and it's a cut and come again kind of plant. So you, you've got good sun, right? Mm. Uh, so money Thai will love it. Uh, money Thai is one. Um, if not, then yeah. If not, ladies fingers. Really? Okay. Ladies' fingers love sun. Ah, yeah. is that easy to grow as well? It goes really fast. Mm. Okay, but you. It, there is a lifespan to it. Oh. So some people think that plants, you know, like all plants should live forever and then they get very frustrated when they die. Mm. <laughs> so you're saying with ladies' fingers, don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. <laughs> it's not your fault, you know. So it's, It is after all a lady's finger. <laughs> I mean, come on. Have some well, respect. Put a ring on it. Put a ring on it before it dies, you know. Oh. Having such a wonderful chat here with Alexis Yo, he's the director of Carbon Inc. And you're also the founder of Project 33, which is a family-initiated farming movement that aims to unite neighbourhoods. I love that. Yeah. Uh, tell us more about this. We are live on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash 1FM91.3. Back with more of Alexis in just a bit. We're getting questions online on Facebook where we're live now from Hannah and asking, who's asking, what kind of plants can we grow in our HDBs? So the simple answer to that is check out how much sun sunlight you have, right? Hmm. So different people have different sun amounts in their house. So if you have a lot of sun or relatively good sun, you can try things like longevity spinach, money thai. Um, try some herbs like Indian borage okay. or mugwort. These are really easy mugwort. to... Mugwort? Yeah, ah. mugwort. Um, these are really good plants to have at home. Um, and then if you're challenged with sun... Um, then try this really interesting plant called Moses in the Cradle. What? If you ask your grandparents, they will know this because they came from the Kampong days, right? And they use it to make this like a cooling tea that's purple in colour. It tastes a bit like berry kind of-ish. Wow. Yeah, so check it out. It's really good. Does it have another name? Moses in a Cradle is... I mean, I love that name. Do you want name. the scientific name? <laughs> no, no. But what's the Chinese name or the you know the, oh, wow. the layman's term for it? Oh, not too sure. Uh, Moses Tai Mo- Cradle. <laughs> Moses Tai Mo- Cradle. Moses Tai Cradle. Purple Lumen. tea. Purple tea. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting all creative here. <laughs>
But yeah, if you want to find out more, you got to check out his book, 101 Edible Plants. It's available in Kinokuniya or via his website, Carbon Inc. Inc. spelled with an I and Q. Uh, and of course, thanks so much for bringing a book down to show us today. We're really yeah. learning so much about edible plants, urban farming and foraging here in Singapore. Uh, can you tell us about the work that you do with schools and corporate firms? How can people get in touch with you, Alexis? Yeah, I think the best way to get in touch is probably through our website, carboninc.com. Uh, or if not, then you can try to check us out on Facebook. We, ha- we do have an open Facebook group that stemmed out from Project 33. Uh, the, the group is called Plants I Eat. Ooh. So plants I eat. Just mm. just remember that simple thing. And uh, yeah, and people can connect through there. And then uh, we, I do enjoy teaching. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to be a geography teacher. Didn't turn out that way. I guess life has... You were its. meant for this. I was meant for... <laughs> so and more. What happens in your workshops? Tell us so, when you go to schools and firms. Yeah. So I think people basically usually start from very fundamental levels. Mm. Uh, and then what I would recommend is check try to learn something about soil science first or you can learn about propagation techniques or you can learn about pest, pest control mm. right so these are the the more common kind of uh, topics that people choose if not then we also teach microgreens growing which is very fascinating it's no it's not so much fascinating but it's more encouraging because like they grow really fast and then you can eat it you know, you can enjoy it. Ah, uh, okay. And yeah. feel fancy. Yeah. And feel fancy. Yeah. And I like this thing that you are a real it. urban farmer, you know. But uh, <laughs> you have to see success along the way. So uh, these are the topics that are really interesting. Very nice. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Alexis. It's been such a pleasure and honour uh, reconnecting with you and learning more about the plants that grow here in Singapore. You said you have a database of 400 edible 400 plants. 400 over plants. Isn't Singapore? that amazing? Yeah. I really yeah. got to keep my eyes peeled now when I walk around. <laughs> We're going to so be fine in a zombie apartment. We're going to be fine. <laughs> so you can look up Alexis via his website. Carboninc.com. Okay, and Facebook as well. And Facebook, Plants I Eat. Instagram? We can connect from there. Instagram, you can Google my name. Okay. Uh, Alexis Yo. A-L-E-X-I-U-S-Y-E-O. All right. Yeah. Thank you, Alexis. We wish you all the best. Thank you so much. And uh, good luck with your reprint of your book. Hopefully there's version 2, 3, and 4 <laughs> coming out as well, right? The Bright Side with Carol, Lavinia, and Shazad. Every weekday morning, 6 to 10 a.m. on 1FM 91.3.